to Tech Talk Y'all. I'm Adam Walker. And I'm Sanjay Parikh. And Tech Talk Y'all, in case you're not familiar, is a what I, we define as a tech comedy podcast where we discuss technology news, trends, and upcoming interesting tech bits, I'll say. And we make bits. each other laugh. Yeah, bits. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It was a good pun, right? That is and, good. And we make each other laugh. Like, that's why it's a comedy podcast. Ho- it's hopefully comedy we for make us. you lis- uh, laugh as well. And we make listeners laugh Maybe. upon occasion. Sometimes. That's the goal. So, uh, any announcements this week? Uh, well, we're recording at Prototype Prime. Of course. We uh, sometimes forget to talk about that, but Prototype Prime is a hardware and software incubator in Metro Atlanta. So if yep. you are an early stage entrepreneur, it's a good uh, place you to hang out. Go and check them out. Yep. Uh, I happen to help run this place. But um, And I think the other announcement, too, is, is that our team, our Tech Talk Y'all team, is growing. Yeah. We've got a. Uh, so with with your, some more free talent. Exactly. So with your dad, <laughs> we, we grew the team by 50%. Yep. So now by adding one person, now it's only 33%. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. The growth we, is, is really declining. I'm yeah. disappointed in our growth <laughs> trajectory here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a decay growth. It's not exponential growth. Uh, okay. Now we're doing like math jokes on top right. of it. But uh, it uh, welcome to uh, Shannon Ivanchuk. She's not with us today. In the recording, she's a behind-the-scenes team member. She is. Uh, you might hear her on the podcast it at could some happen, point, yeah, for sure. But uh, she is uh, a founder that uh, has a startup here at Prototype Prime. But she's going to be working with us on the podcast and doing editing and, and making to make us, us sound, sound more intelligent. <laughs> she's going to take, take a lo- the, It's going to take a lot of work. She's going to take out the dumb happen. stuff. So, like our forty-minute podcast is going to go to like <laughs> ten minutes, thirty seconds. Take out the banter. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be the intro and outro, and we're just done. We're good. Done. We're good. Uh, all right, so that's the announcements. Uh, to, just a reminder, also, rate the podcast. We would love for you to rate the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you happen to get your podcast. We do want more people to listen to it. Uh, we do not currently make money off of this podcast. <laughs> that's the dream, maybe, perhaps. But uh, but really, we just want to get Bitcoin. the word out. It, yes, yeah, send Bitcoin uh, or Ripple, perhaps. Um, but we, you stellar. Know, we, <laughs> stellar. We just want to get the word out. We, we enjoy this. Uh, it's a, a labor of love, and we want to share okay, it. And it's good. led to some great things, right? We're on. Yep. Uh, 11 Alive's Tech Edge once a month. Yep. yep. Uh, so if you didn't catch it a couple of Sundays ago, it'll be coming up in probably about two or three yep. Sundays from now. Oh, and uh, actually speaking of which, I had the first time that somebody randomly come up to me and was like, hey, I saw you on TV the other day. And it was like a, like somebody I sort of peripherally know, but we're not Facebook friends or anything like right, that. Right, right. And, and, and he'd actually seen me and recognized me. <laughs> it was from weird. TV. From TV. I was like, I'm okay, Adam from a, TV. I'm Adam from TV. <laughs> yes. Hi, how are, how are you today? It's, it's very funny. Nice I, to see you. I've gotten, I, I've not had somebody that peripherally knew me that didn't ever meet me in real life, but I've right. had other people tell me like, oh yeah, I watch you on TV. Yeah. You know, That's great, man. You're famous, dude. Yeah. Super famous. <laughs> All right. So in this episode, we are one step closer to robot world domination. We're going to talk about flying taxis and why you should go to New Zealand. The SEC is formally filing charges against Theranos for fraud, which is a big deal. Is it Theranos or Theranos? I have no clue, man. Okay. I thought, why would you even ask me that? Come on. I now. don't know. I thought um, you knew. Bose has created some augmented reality sunglasses, which is just unbelievable. They're pretty awesome. Uh, earbuds that translate language into real time, uh, translate language in real time, and a new weird and wacky tech segment right at the end before our app recommendations. So stay tuned because that's going to be a lot of fun. So Weird and wacky. I feel like we need uh, music to go with that. Boing! Yeah, something. yeah, that was that improvised music was really good, <laughs> really, really good. We're, we're gonna yeah. cut that out and we're, we're gonna use that every single time from now on. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, first one is um, we do want to talk about th- this one. It's it's kind of got an Atlanta tie-in. Uh, it's a 3D printed house that was 3D printed at South by Southwest, or actually before South by Southwest, and uh, I think it was the yep. first one to actually have a permit. 
and be printed here in the United States. So there have been other 3D printed houses, but this one actually like is more aesthetically pl pleasing. Right. And the interesting thing about it is that for I think they printed the entire house uh, for ten thousand dollars. And, and bear in mind, when I say 3D printed house, I'm not talking about like a tiny desktop 3D printer. I'm talking about a machine that literally is laying layer upon layer of concrete around you know the walls and the structure over and over and over again to build up from the ground up a house yep. over a course of time. And the entire cost for the entire house was uh, $10,000. They think they can get the cost down to $4,000 per house long term. And it's 800 square feet, which is about... So it's a real livable house. It's like double the size of a tiny house, actually. A tiny house is about 400 square really? feet, typically. Yeah. That's and the a, definition. A, yeah, oh, and wow. an average New York apartment is about 850 square feet. So this is <laughs> just barely smaller than an average New York apartment. And the goal is that they, they it's a company partnering with News Story, uh, which... Which is an people, Atlanta yeah, startup. Yeah, Atlanta startup. And I'm, I'm, we're good friends and, and have a listener with the CTO. Uh, the oh, really? Podcast. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And, um, Shout and, out. Uh, and Yeah, Morgan. Uh, and... Uh, and so they, they partnered together and they've created this house and they want to be able to take this to, to countries where housing is a problem and be able to very cheaply print these these houses and structures that are made of concrete that are yeah. going to be much more stable and sturdy and affordable for the people there. I You know, I've seen some of the stuff that News Story has been doing. Uh, kind of, It's been a couple of years oh, that yeah. they've been around. Yeah. I honestly don't feel like they get enough press and oh, yeah. love here totally in Atlanta or even elsewhere. Yeah. Um, I think they're doing wonderful things. And, you know, if this is uh, things to come of new Atlanta startups uh, that are coming out in the next year, five years, 10 years, I think it's going to be a great thing. Yeah, I do, too. I, I think it's I think it's really unbelievable. Um, and I'm really proud of them. So props to you for your venture at South by Southwest and hopefully got brought some good PR along the way. I bet so. you they got uh, good rental rates on that house at South by too, because it's <laughs> impossible to fly in any it's, place to stay. It's really expensive. That might be there. a great yeah. funding mechanism great for them. Funding. I stayed in the first 3D printed house in the States at South by. I mean, yeah. Like go to all these not? conferences, like, you know, Coachella and oh, just print know, stuff there. And, and, yeah. And, and, and print housing for people and then the just house. rent it out. There you go. That's actually a really, that's a go to like burning so you, man. You just take burning man and print houses. They can, fund the rest of their business to actually do housing <laughs> like, for the It's like, it's the like Tom's shoes, world. but for houses. You put a house here, and we're going to print a house in the third world for free. It's Boom. just like that. I, <laughs> dude, we just solved your guys' business issues. You know, you you can send us a royalty check later. It's Tom's shoes for houses. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom's shoes for houses. We yeah. need to keep moving here. I love uh, it. All right, so next is a world, uh, you know, robot world domination. DeepMind, which is, I believe, Google's AI venture, right? Uh, has robots that have now learned how to teach themselves. You know, I, I think these people that create these things, they also just do a bad job of naming these things. Because it's a <laughs> creepy name, right? <laughs> Deep Mind. Oh. I, I, I can totally We're see. Yeah, that's to right. Get Skynet. Deep Mind. Like, it, 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 right? Deep Mind does sound kind of Skynet-ish, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's well, not like why Fred. Do, yeah. Why don't they just name it Fred? Yeah, like, or Bob. It's Fred. Right? Like, you know. It's AI Fred. Hey, hey it's Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's learning things, right? Like nobody's going to be scared of Jimmy. Come on. You put in deep mind and then it's just like, yeah, apocalypse is coming. That's why all these people are freaked out about AI because they give them scary names. That's a really insightful comment. I'm, I'm crying over here. It's actually really true though. Right? Oh my gosh. Well, all right. So, 
<laughs> it's so let's actually talk about what Jimmy is actually yeah, really doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, so they've taught Jimmy, aka DeepMind. Um, they basically taught the 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 robot how to how to solve problems. So re- so they'll say, hey, here's a space, clean it up. That's the command they give the, the right. AI, but they don't tell it how to clean it up. So they right. actually have like sensors turned off. Yeah. And like the AI will have to turn on sensors to figure out what needs to happen to understand its environment more completely and then actually do the cleanup job. And then it gets rewarded for doing that cleanup job. Right. So, I mean, this is the same thing that you do with, well, you know, rats in a maze and, and toddlers. You go, you go to rats, like, I go to toddlers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was thinking anything, right? Yeah, like, true, you yeah. know, you get a reward at the end of it. Right. Unfortunately, the, the reward the robot gets is a point. Hey, and, man. And that's the reward. Listen, like, listen that's not robots very are all about, all about ones and zeros, buddy. All a, about point, the points. a point's a whole thing, man. It's a, it's a big deal. That's all the ones. So, you know, now it can teach itself, which means ultimately it's going to strangle you in the middle of the night. I think that's really, what, that's, really that's, the, that's the leap. It's, it's all the well, way Well, when you there, call right. it deep mind and it's not Jimmy, <laughs> then yeah, probably it's going to it's going to come and get you. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, moving on. Wow. Hey, Jimmy's not an axe murderer. <laughs> deep mind? M- maybe. <laughs> oh, it's the hardest I've laughed on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to be driving home later and go, Jimmy, and just <laughs> laughing right then. Anytime you meet somebody named Jimmy, you'll be like, wait, are you an axe murderer? I'm just laughing. See, proven. All right. Wow. All right, let me regain my composure. Okay. Larry Page's flying taxis are now exiting stealth mode, and they're going to be in New Zealand. So they're electric autonomous electric helicopters. Autonomous helicopter as a planes. Taxi. Helicopter planes. Helicopter planes. Yeah, yeah. So helicopter propellers to lift you up, and then it yep. starts moving forward as a plane. So this was from a couple of episodes ago. I don't remember what episode now. You said you would absolutely ride in one of these. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so listeners, we need to get a GoFundMe campaign <laughs> together to pay for Adam to go to New Zealand or even better, work trip. You need to do a 48 and 48 in go. New Zealand, there you go. right? And then I want pictures and videos of you on the helicopter plane and I'd the fiery crash that happens right afterwards. I'd, I would I would uh, up my life insurance <laughs> before doing it, but I would do it for sure. Um now this is I, I would take video of you from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> doing it it's uh, this is really fascinating it's it's all electric uh it can go 62 miles yeah and carry two passengers yeah and and it's part of new zealand's uh, goal to get to zero carbon footprint by 2050 you do realize that they did this in new zealand because there's like not that nobody many people there, there. So, if so if it crashes, crashes it doesn't kill anybody you're good on the to go. it just I mean, kills the people in it but well not everybody else. and some sheep maybe on the ground listen man, they have sheep, a huge sheep population sheep are valuable yeah um, don't discard sheep you you know in their next door neighbor australia they have twice as many kangaroos as humans. A two to one I, ratio. Why, why do you know that? I don't know. <laughs> I know random things. You do know random things and random people. Okay. Uh, so, th- I mean, this is just another another page in that autonomous flying vehicle story that is getting more and more interesting. And, I mean, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of yeah. when and where I, it's, it's coming. People. I think the fact that it's all electric is pretty interesting as well. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I think that's uh, that's where we need to go with a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I, there, there was a story we didn't actually, uh, I don't think I actually put it in, but Qualcomm has come out with a way of charging electric vehicles as they're driving. Ooh, so nice. embedding it into the ground. Uh, and you can go highway speeds yep. and get a charge. So then you can go further without go having to stop. Virtually for, forever at that point. Exactly. Wow. It's pretty interesting. I right? love that. It's, I think it's great stuff. In the next decade, uh, as more and more things move to all electric, I think it's going to be a great thing. Is that like similar to a marathon runner eating uh, you know, gel <laughs> while so. they're running? Or I like think so, Similar yeah. idea, right? Yeah, okay. exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> this, listen, I'm full of good analogies here yep. today. So that's great. Okay, uh, so next on the technology side, and this is kind of interesting. I'm, I'm normally not like a big TV buff. Yeah. I actually got my my flat screen TV. Um, 
as a hand-me-down after my grandfather passed away. Like that's how I acquired one. Um, because I just don't watch that much TV, so I just don't ever care. So, right? so, so, so granddad was more high tech than you, is what you're telling us. Yes, exactly. And my you're point. doing a yes. what kind of podcast right Rel- now? High, more high tech related to television. Okay, just okay? checking. Relate- so, so, but Samsung has come out with a TV that it basically is almost invisible when you see it on the wall. So, like before you put the TV on the wall. You snap a picture yeah. of the wall that it's going on. Yeah, so it, it's not actually invisible. No, it's but just it, projecting but it, a picture it, of the thing behind it. It is. It's projecting a picture of the thing behind it. But what's cool to me is it looks, I mean, it looks very, it blends in almost yeah. with the wall. Well, the bezel is so small. Yeah, right? the bezel's so yeah. small. It, it, it's so unobtrusive, you know? Right. And it almost looks like it's transparent glass to the back of the wall and the pictures they have on the on the thing. Now, I don't know if those are real photos or not either. Like right. Maybe they're maybe they're photoshopped a bit or whatever. But yeah. But I think it's a fascinating concept. And I think I think this this idea of the TV unit itself is going to kind of kind of fade into the background right. and it's going to be just more about the content. Yeah. The thing that I kind of like about this, but I, I worry about the uh, upgradability is that they've also put in a single cable connector that mm-hmm. runs power, video, everything in one small cable. Right. Because you look at any of these TVs and there's oh, like a man, million cables coming out. Yeah. HDMI yeah. and then you got your right. power and then you got power for the thing that you've got HDMI to. And right. it's like, oh, this jumble of garbage. It's awful. Um, and it's really kind of a pain. And then, and then, of course, the worst is somebody else goes in there and then moves around some cables oh, man. for some idiotic reason oh, because gosh. they the thought worst. they were helping. Yeah. And then you're like, now what do I do? Yeah. you got to undo everything and replug for everything back in. Yeah. Now, it's, it's crazy. So, all right, this next story, back in episode three of Tech Talk, y'all. Wow, it was episode three. Episode three. Okay. We talked about Theranos, 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 Ther- whatever it is. Thermoses. However you, thermoses, however you pronounce this. <laughs> so, this was the tech company startup that was founded by the 20-something dropout from Stanford. Right. Uh, uh, Which woman. was going to revolutionize healthcare. I revolutionize said this. Revolutionize health, healthcare. Based on what I knew, I was yeah. like, man, this is incredible. And, and the idea was that you could take one drop of blood and run 250 health tests based off of one drop of blood. For super cheap. Like for, cholesterol for like was going to be like dollars. Yeah, some, like something insane. Yeah. And what's interesting is that, that And within like half an hour, you'd get results too on top yeah, of it. Yeah. It's and, crazy. And currently, you have to take vials and vials and vials of blood to be able to A run lot. anywhere near these tests, right? Yeah. And so that was that was what they were they were trying to do. They raised $700 million. They were at one point valued million. at, uh, what was it? Probably billions. Nine, $9 billion. Yeah. So they were a full she, she was on the Forbes list as a you know self-made billionaire. Oh, yeah, self-made billionaire. She owned over half the company. I right. think she was like worth, on paper, four and a half, oh, five yeah. billion dollars. Oh, yeah. And officially- and By the way, she's a dropout. Of Stanford. Stanford yeah, uh, so. college dropout to start this company. And so what's interesting is, uh, officially, this week, the SEC filed- uh, claims of fraud against the founder and the uh, and also the president of the company because basically the claims they were making the one drop of blood 250 tests da, 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 were all completely false. It was one drop of blood could run like 15 tests. Yeah, and that's it. Like that's a very different well, number. And their technology right? actually didn't ever work. Like a lot of times they were using other people's labs and things like that mm-hmm. to run the test. I'm not sure why this is actually a big story now because it's, we kind of knew it was of fraud course, right of course we knew it was fraud, when everything yeah. kind of imploded the wall street journal did this whole yeah, article and that's article. what started the whole thing right um but it's i just, I, I guess the penalties are interesting 
You know, she's had to give up all of her, a lot of her stock, right. converted what's left into like regular stuff. She had super majority voting stock. Right. She doesn't um, have that anymore. She had to pay a half a million dollar fine, something like I that. I think it was half a million dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly she's not a billionaire anymore because the company's worth But she's still doing, doing well. Is she doing well? I don't know. I wonder if I she took not. money off the table, like she sold some of her shares in at some point in exit, you know, would, like in I would think so. fundraises. Yeah, it, it's I don't know. It's just interesting, and it's also interesting just that that they were able to raise that kind of capital on without smoke any proof. Yeah, at all. Yeah, and it, it's almost like everybody wanted it to be real so badly, right? And they wanted to believe in the founder so much that yep. they just like just just go for it. Well, you know, it's it's one of these traditional problems that you have in investing, right? So, you know, once somebody says, yeah, it's good, then the ones that come after it are like, well, I'm not going to do due diligence because they said it was good. So yeah. they must have looked into it. Yep. And, and I don't want to get frozen out of the deal. So I'm just going to put my money in. Yep. And then it just feeds upon itself. And then, you know, at some point the house of cards just kind of falls in and yep. you realize like, oh, there was nothing there ever was never here. never anything here. The challenge, I think, is for her now, like- She'll never get funded for another oh, company well, again. She can't start a new company for ten years, I think, according to this. Well, she can't too. serve as a director uh, of a uh, public company. Uh, that's true. That's she what it is. Private, she can start yeah, another true. company. Yeah, that's true. It's just not a public company. Um, but I don't, I don't like, see. Like, who would fund her now? Right? No one. No I mean, one this would. is like, hey, okay, this worked. Uh, you might have gotten a lot of money out of this, but this right. is a one and done type of thing. Yeah, I think and, so. Too. And for most of us that are entrepreneurs, we're not one and done people. No, we we got to start all we kinds do of multiple stuff. ones, right? Yeah, let's keep going. Well, speaking of uh, of one and done, we have a product here that could be one and done. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so Bose came out with an augmented rea- so <laughs> augmented reality sunglasses, but the augmented reality is audible. So like these are fascinating on like it's amazing several it's different levels. So like, incredible! Oh my goodness! So uh, do you want me to describe this? You want you want to give? Yeah, it- yeah, go, okay. go, yeah. So awesome. so basically, you put on these sunglasses, and first of all. They they have they don't use a bone you know bone transduction or whatever that's called technology bone and, conduction uh, bone conduction technology they actually in, they don't have anything over your ears there's literally like this little thing that directs sound like like pushes it into your ear so you would never hear it without putting yeah. the glasses on you put the glasses on then suddenly you can hear the sound clearly in right. your ear canal which is like that in and of itself is unbelievable and they created that just for these glasses yep so then you, you put on the glasses you walk down the street and the glasses help uh, to recognize where you're at and which direction you're facing and all that sort of thing. And it pairs with the phone. And based on that, it then begins to give you, so so it'll, it'll alert you to say that there's information you can, that can be had about like a restaurant you're looking at. So then you double tap the glasses and then it starts to give you audio information about that restaurant from Yelp or, or whatever. And this is all of course in a test phase right now. They right. haven't fully rolled this out, but like this is a pretty clever idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about the implications for this, um, I started thinking immediately about the blind. Yeah. Way better applications for them oh, than man. even us regular folks that oh, yeah. have sight. Like, we can see stuff. I mean, to be able to have a little uh, speaker in your ear yeah. that tells you information uh, is unbelievable. In- incredible. Yeah. It's, um, it's, a, it's a whole, it's a huge breakthrough, I think. Yeah. So, so I mean, Bose, of course, you would expect Bose to do sound stuff, but when you see augmented reality, you're like, Wait, why are you doing? And they did video sunglasses stuff? instead of instead of ear like some kind of headphones, which right, is kind of exactly. cool too. Because you, know? you want to wear it when you're outside. Yeah, protect your eyes. Yeah, and get information. It's I thought I thought it it's was really neat, really really clever. It's worth taking a look at the the video and the link in yeah. the show notes for the, sure. You know the other thing about it being sunglasses is it doesn't create this goofy like Google Glass yes uh, image like yes. And they said they 3D printed the prototype uh, sunglasses and they were really relatively light. 
And so if they can do it in something like that, then you can Why probably not? implement this. Like you could probably expect, you know, getting a pair of Ray-Bans that has Bose AR reality stuff in it. Yeah. That'd be kind of neat. That would be kind of neat. I, I like just that. wonder what the battery life is on it. That's the only problem. Yeah. I mean, you got to charge everything these days, right? So, I know. You know, why not like charge your pillow? You painful. know, whatever. So charge your glasses <laughs> when you're taking the electric taxi around. Yeah, exactly. Run the, out of the juice in the taxi yeah. and the taxi crashes because your glasses needed charging. Exactly. Uh, all right. So, uh, Sanjay, I know that you are a uh, self-proclaimed and security-minded individual. Security-minded individual. So <laughs> I found this article and I was really excited about it to share this with you. And you don't seem as excited about it as I am. Yeah. So we're going to talk about why. So there's a, a new typing DNA, uh, which launched a Chrome extension that verifies your identity based on your typing. And so basically they claim that each person types differently and every person's typing pattern is completely unique. Right. And, and, and that's in terms of how fast you hit the keys, how long you hit the key, how long you hold the keys down yep. and how quickly you go between certain ones. And so theoretically you can type in just like literally type in your name and the way you type in your name would be different than the way anyone else would ever type in your name. And therefore right. it can authenticate your ID based on you physically typing your name on your keyboard. Right. I, I mean, this this theory is absolutely true, right? There's uh, been right. studies done on gait analysis, so people walking. Right. Uh, and even if two people look like they're walking the same, they actually walk very differently and pretty unique. Sure. Almost to like a fingerprint level. Um, so I, I think in theory it works. Uh, I'm not a fan of this. Uh, because why not? the, the whole security, idea is, man, it's security. It's not security. It's security. It's a it's security theater. I think. Oh, um, here's why I think it's not necessarily safe. Security theater. I like yeah. That. Okay. So it's uh, if you think about, you know, the reason why we do some of these things is because we need to protect ourselves from malware, mm -hmm. hackers, things like that. If you think about it, if somebody puts a piece of malware on your computer, right, they're not only going to get the password, but they could then instrument and know how long it's taking you to type between letters and uh. be able to. Easily duplicate that and you know put in a little bit of randomness so that it doesn't look like it's exact. Right. So you know that whole idea of a two-factor authentication then goes away. The whole reason why we have two-factor authentication is somebody that's attacking you now has to get two pieces of information. They have to get from your password from two different devices yeah. and this one-time thing. And so it becomes harder and harder to be able to uh, attack two different devices. Right. Um, and this is kind of trying to, to overcome two-factor. Like, oh, exactly. you, don't, you don't have to have two different devices. Right. That's the idea here. Yeah. But you're saying because it's unified in one device, it's actually significantly less secure. Right. And, and, and a lot of times the two-factor thing, it's a one-time number that we're typing in. Right. So you can't know in advance how that's going to be. With this, if you have a piece of malware, you can know in advance what you need to do to make it say this is the right person. Right. Man, so just, it's, dude, it's, just, it's interesting. I'm upset, man. Yeah. Just burst my I mean, maybe you add it on as, as a additional layer to two-factor authentication, but I still think so you should have like, an outside it's device. Like 2.25 factor identification? Yeah. Is that what it is? 2.2. 2.8 factor? 2.05. 2.05? Okay. Something. That's fine, man. As long as it's not like the authentication I have to deal with for uh, payroll stuff. Oh, my gosh. That's a whole other <laughs> deal, man. You've been complaining about this it's payroll like stuff for the longest time. 15-factor identification. All right. So, <laughs> Got to um, keep your money safe, man. All right. Well, let's keep talking about cool stuff. Uh, we got another another cool thing. So Waverly Labs has a set of earbuds, $250, that can translate languages in real time like something out of Star Trek. Like if you paired this with the Bose AR thing. Oh, my gosh. 
Boom. Man. Right there. Right, you just you're a winner. You're yeah. Straight winning. So man. I read this article and it's funny because just a few days ago my wife was telling me she was in the grocery store and she had two different people in the grocery store ask her for help. One of them happened to be somebody that did not speak English right. uh, that well. It was Vietnamese. My wife does not speak Vietnamese. Right. So she had to go through this whole explanation. She'd asked her, like, if I buy these two things, is it $5? And is two things the whole four-pack of yogurt or is it just one? And and she was trying to explain it. And right. um, afterwards, it was funny. My son was uh, with her, too. Uh, afterwards, they realized that they should have just pulled out Google Translate and done a whole you yeah. know, Vietnamese to English translation yeah. and, and done that. Uh, but if you had something like this... It wouldn't just matter, right? Well, this is like a Babelfish from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It, it, it is, it and in it's your, not, though. So, that's what, so, so a couple interesting things here. So number one, um, I should also mention that Google Translate would do this, and, and actually the Google Pixel Buds do this, but they do it with Google Translate. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. So the Google Pixel Buds will do this, but it integrates with Google Translate, and Google Translate is notoriously a little a little rough, right, if we're just being honest. Uh, I, think, I think their translation is probably just a hair better here. However... What what really needs to be noted about these particular devices is that both people have to be wearing the device for it to work. Yeah. So it gets a little awkward there. If you're wearing the, you've got an earbud and you go, "Hey, you don't, I don't speak your same language. Here, put this in your ear." Yeah. How how do you communicate that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you don't know how to tell them hello, it's really hard to say stick this in your ear and you don't know who I am. Right. You know. Well, where I think this <laughs> might be useful is if you're traveling in a foreign co- country. Right. And you don't understand like the train announcements or you know whatever. Yeah. Th- it, this might it be could helpful. Be useful for that. You know, you yeah. see the diplomats at the UN and they always right. have the little ear thingy and they've got a live translator. I don't see them switching to something like this because you right. want a human being right. to translate the nuances, which you know, computers are just not there yet for that. Yeah, for um, sure. But I, I think there are some applications. But yeah, th- that is a weird thing of like, let me pop this out of my ear and you put it in your ear. It's like, ew, earwax, yeah. grossness. Yeah, right. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah. It, it, so I, I think this is the first step in the right progression towards some amazing technology. But my hunch is that we're still a, a good ways off to where it really makes good sense. Right. Large, yeah. Like, like I large mean, obviously, scale. they hope everybody has a pair of these. And so then you don't have to share earbuds. Well, that's that would be the dream. But for $250 a pop, I think they've got a ways to go. <laughs> so exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm not rushing out to buy a pair for that, for sure. So, yeah, I'm just saying. So now for our time in the show, we're going to launch a new segment, uh, Weird and Wacky Tech Segment. And, and what's the music for this again? I don't know. We need some like spooky music, man. No, I thought you oh, did oh, music yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, remember? oh yeah, that's right. I, I lost it. Oh, you already forgot I'm, how you I, did. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm not that. On, I'm not on the ball. We're, we're gonna get some I music. I think yeah, we're we'll, gonna get we'll, some music. We'll get some music in here. So, uh, so the the goal of this segment is we want to go through uh, five different things, and we're gonna try to spend one minute on each thing. So that's a, that's hard for us. <laughs> so in reality, it'll be like eight minutes no, per no, story. Just, just one minute uh, on each thing, and and we're gonna because there's some really weird stuff that we need to we need to discuss. But we d- we didn't want to leave these stories out. Right. But we want to cover them briefly. So uh, I'll let you cover the first one, then I'll jump in, and then we'll just kind of go go from there. Okay. So uh, the first one is I don't know how to say this company's name. Carnot. 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 So they've unveiled a, a heater for your home. That heats itself by mining cryptocurrency. Yeah. So you make money by creating heat when your house is cold. And so instead of just burning gas and, uh, you know, whatever, 
you can actually make some money on the side running too. a computer to, exactly how, how much does this cost again i don't know it's a couple hundred bucks or something yeah, yeah okay a couple thousand. so I don't know. It'll, it's expensive it'll take a while to pay back out i think but that isn't but if you're buying concept. a new heater a little space heater instead of buying that buy this yeah i mean why not give yeah. it a go see what happens i don't think i'd do this all right next on our list is uh <laughs> there's some 911 transcripts from the new apple campus of employees that are walking directly into glass walls so and, <laughs> and if you haven't read these transcripts you've got to read them <laughs> the new apple campus has these huge panes of glass huge like entire walls of glass that are just you know pristine glass walls and they were warned preliminarily hey if you do this people are going to run into it and hurt themselves and sure enough people are getting knocked unconscious running into these walls just a three-day span earlier this year there were three incidents people like (laughs) Unconscious, bleeding. I'm a terrible person stitches. I really am. But they were warned. Like, why do you not listen to the people that know this stuff? Apple are the kind of the user experience experts here. And Uh, they've built they know better. They've built a campus where people are getting injured walking into walls. I feel like the first thing in user experience with a building is to be sure that people don't run into the walls. Do you remember one of their early iPhones? Where they said if you hold it a certain way, it didn't work as well. Yeah, and that meant you were just holding it wrong. Yeah, I do, and, and yeah. it was and it was the way you would actually hold it if you held it up to your ear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is that all over again, but on a building basis, on a building level. All right, uh, next one in the in the in the people. Uh, people are attacking driverless cars. <laughs> There have been several incidents in the last several weeks of people seeing autonomous driving vehicles and punching them or kicking them. Are we calling this robo-rage now? (laughs) It's got to be some kind of rage. Car rage. It's robo-rage. They're they're angry that they are are autonomous cars for some reason. Well, I don't understand. Why would you be angry And one of them, I think maybe even both of them, they had people inside of them. At at least one of them had a person inside of them. Just they weren't actively driving. Yeah. What's that guy doing or a girl doing? What, like, just looking at him like, what's going on? weird people are strange if you're attacking cars of people that are like playing on their phones while they're driving i'm all with you like i'm down (laughs) Uh, attack those cars we're not advocating violence not advocating that you should not do that no road rage no robo rage you should not do these things if you're driving currently but i would understand your phone just ignore them and honk your horn i would understand okay next uh this is yours Go, go what's the next one uh, this is mine? Yeah. What is this one? Amazon oh, the, uh, Alexa. Uh, the, yeah. the Amazon Alexa. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't the tag random this. Laughter. Uh, it was randomly laughing. And apparently what it was, was, uh, it, the, it thought the, it heard the command. The Alexa command was, laugh, yeah. Though. Alexa laugh. And now they're going to change it to, can oh, you laugh? Can or you laugh, laugh or something, or something like, like that? Yeah. So, so random people, I guess in a quiet house, the, uh, yeah. A couple of people said, yeah, that, that it laughed without any provocation whatsoever. Right. But what it yeah. is, is the microphones on there are obviously picking up something. Yeah. I mean, these things are not exact, right? So they're right. taking audio analog signals, converting them into digital information. Right. And Though, oops, sometimes say, it happens. I mean, if you live alone, it's at night, somehow Alexa starts laughing and it's like this weird laughter. Me- like, mechan- me- mechanical? Yeah. Maniacal. 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 That's what Mechan- I get. Yeah, mani- mechan- it's mechanical maniacal Mechan- laughter. Me- really. <laughs> it's, it's mechanical Maybe, maybe maniacal. we need a mechanical yeah. maniacal laugh. It couldn't hurt. Yeah. On the podcast. Yeah, for sure. I mean, other than mine. So, uh, and this last you one. You know, we, we should get like a, a sound clip of people applauding and use oh, that. that'd be great. And I could just podcast. use it in everyday life. Exactly. Like when I walk into a room oh, for man. my kids. You know? totally do that. Yeah. Uh, this next one in our weird and wacky is possibly my favorite. This is awesome. It's uh, an augmented reality Street Fighter 2 game that lets you brawl in the real world. Finish him! No, oh. that's that's Mortal Kombat. That was Mortal Kombat. Oops. 
that's the same genre Ryuken? of games. Ry- Ryuken? Is that, Ryuken, is that, yeah, yeah is and that, Ken. Yeah. Ken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I was more of a Guile player. Yeah, I, 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 I was, like Guile I with was, the razor uh, kick. I, I, I was, uh, what was her name? Chun-Li. I was a Chun-Li player. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, she did I, like the crazy flips and stuff. I could, uh, I, yeah. I, I could look crazy at you and kicks. tell you that you were a Chun-Li player. Oh, really? For sure, yeah. You're going you're gonna to profile me now. <laughs> okay. That's, that's actually how you see the world. You profile them in Street Fighter Two players. Is that exactly, what you Exactly, yeah. Okay. Like that That guy's I a Ken. Or, There's or, a Ken. Because uh, shoots fireballs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, that girl, Guile, she can jump and, and do a razor <laughs> kick and just knock you over. Totally. We should create some kind of like pro- personality profile based on... I'm sure somebody's done this. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Personality profile based on Street Fighter. We need to find that. You, you ask like five questions and then say, you are... Man, I don't ever do whatever. that. So I don't give out my information. I don't want people knowing my stuff. So I, I'm I'm more security-minded individual than that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet... Or, or one of your security passwords or security questions, like what Street Fighter... Oh, character are you? Uh, and it's what, uh, Chun Li. What, what, uh, Chun Li. Uh, I, I I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just thought that was a fascinating, uh, fascinating deal. So now it's time for. It the, looks uh, cool, by the way, too. It, it if you really haven't neat. seen the video, yeah, you, you gotta watch go check it. Out the video. It's cool. Um, so time for our last uh, our last bit here, which is our tech recommendations. One of my favorite parts of the show. So Sanjay, uh, what do you have for us today? So I have recently started using, and it's been around for a little while, Airtable. Airtable? Yeah, have you checked out Airtable? I'm not familiar with Airtable. So Airtable, it's really kind of a mix between a database and a spreadsheet. Um, So I was, uh, I I participated in this Y Combinator startup investor school Mm -hmm. thing that they did just recently. Okay. And somebody on there mentioned that they use Airtable to track their investments and things like that. And I was like, oh, you know, let me check this out. And uh, I kind of got into it and created a form for the people on that startup investor school to submit their information uh, into an Airtable and and share it across everybody, and now we're able to search and scan through there and find other investors that are interested in deals and stuff. But I've started using it in other places, like I'm I'm capturing all my tweets now and putting them into a database automatically. That's kind of cool. Nice. Um, you can connect it to other stuff as well, and so automatic emails happen. So for that uh, contact database for the investor school. As they automatically, uh, or as they fill out the form and add themselves, uh, I've got a Zapier. Have we talked about Zapier on the co- on the mm, podcast before? I don't know if we have. So well, Zapier, kind of like IFTTT, yeah. connect two different services together. So it watches my Airtable to see if somebody submits something, and then it sends them an email with the instructions of how now they can go and get to the database and read everything. So I only nice. want those emails to happen to the people that submit their information. Right. And I don't want to do it manually. No, manuals so for this is all suckers. automatic. Yeah, I it's love pretty that. awesome. So uh, I am really digging it. I'm actually using it for a personal CRM, which you know I've been looking for a solution for that. Nice. I was using Monica HQ before. Yep. Uh, running locally, it's really hard to kind of get it all working. Right. This is a lot better for me. I like it. I'm gonna check that out. Okay. Uh, so my tech recommendation is a. It's kind of an oldie but a goodie at this point. It's Google Inbox. So I think uh, you know it's been so around the, the a while. App. Yeah. Well, the app. And, and, well, it's, there's a web app for it that I think people somehow don't realize. Um, so if you use Gmail, isn't that Gmail.com? No, no. If you really, use, if you use it's Gmail, different. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that's what's fascinating is people don't realize. So if you use Gmail or, or if you use Google Apps for Business, if you go to inbox.google.com, it's a completely different user interface huh. than if you go to gmail.com or or, or whatever the, the normal one is for for uh, for gmail and uh google inbox does several things that i kind of like better so number one it, it groups things together in, in kind of a more uh aesthetically pleasing format than it does in gmail uh also you can snooze emails so i can snooze an email till later today at four o'clock or i can i can have it pop back in my inbox next week or whatever you can also use it to set reminders within there there's just okay. a lot of different 
different functionality in there that I really like a lot. And they also have an app uh, for your smartphone uh, right. as well. So and it's and it's exactly the same interface across the board. So, so you're you're, uh, you're an iPhone user, right? I am. So yeah. do you use Google, Ask Google, Google Ask, whatever it's called? I, so I uh, Google Assistant. Google uh, Assistant. And I tried to, except that I could never get the calendar to integrate with it. So huh. for whatever reason, it will not and pick you, up my calendar. You use Google Calendar. I do. I use Google Calendar. I've got it set to the right Google Calendar. But if I say, if I say, you know, if I if I go into the assistant and, and do the whole thing and say what's on my calendar for today, it doesn't have any interest <laughs> ever. It it's, says it says you're doing nothing. It, I mean, yeah. I and mean, I'm like, okay. So I mean, it's basically worthless to me if it's not going to integrate with my calendar. So right. I mean, I've, I've tinkered with it a little bit. Like I've got to integrate with my Nest so I can use my google assistant to talk to nest and you know if i want right. to or whatever and that's cool but again i mean to me calendar is the big thing like i want right. to, be able to go hey yeah. what's, what's coming up next and if it can't tell me what's the point yeah so i had to, I had to give it up i haven't had time to deal with troubleshooting huh. okay because i you know i thought when you mentioned reminders google assistant takes care of that a little bit you can tell it to yeah. set a reminder yeah. and so then and then it would, it would actually with, show up in google inbox if you said that's what i thought like yeah. yeah exactly which i would love if it would work with my calendar correctly <laughs> so i'm, I'm like womp, womp. i'm so close but not, so maybe you I'm should just switch there. i think if you switch to an android I, it'll you know, work an argument uh, could be made google not, assistant works on mine i'm not gonna lie an argument could be made and and that could happen down the road at yeah. some point i'm not gonna i'm not a, i'm not necessarily always a and then and then i gotta something. start working on you to get rid of that fancy Mac that you have and go PC with Linux, not with Windows, with Linux. Well, you know, I mean, my business partner's already there. He's hardcore down Linux. that, down that path. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've I been Linux run, mint for years. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it. Linux is awesome. It's great. It's, it's really good stuff. So and now that we've free. nerded out on that stuff, <laughs> Sanjay, how can we find you? Uh, you can find me in the podcast room every other week, but uh, online, you can find me at, at Sanjay, S-A-N-J-A-Y on Twitter, or uh, SanjayParek.com, P-A-R-E-K-H. And what about you, Adam? You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker. You can also find my blog at AdamJWalker.com. Love to blog about leadership, productivity, habit building, five kids, craziness. I'm also starting a, uh, a Go Ruck challenge, which I'll be blogging about shortly. Wait, so what is that? My, what is that? The short version, and I'll tell you more later. You'll have to go to my blog to read it. The short version is it's a 20-mile ruck, which means you're basically walk going faster than a walk with a 45-pound Pack you are or so. nuts, and you do you some physical nuts. activities. I am completely insane. It's going to be great. So you, you know the nuts thing I'm doing. It's this Saturday actually, so it'll be the previous Saturday when uh, listeners hear this. Okay, we've got that charity dance. The dance. The dance Ooh. is happening. It's a Bollywood hip hop fusion dance. Yes. me and my wife raising money for Vibba for uh, underprivileged Man, children in listen, the U.S. and India. Listen, I'm going to challenge you to post some amazing videos <laughs> on Twitter. I need I, I, I some don't, premium stuff, man. I don't know if it's going to go public. I, no, I'm going to show listen, it to you. Listen, it's got to go public. I'm, I'm challenging you to make it make it happen, or at maybe, least at least some kind of funny gif. Maybe maybe what I need to do is a, a, uh, like a, a campaign. If I can get uh, people to chip in like five grand and that money will go to Vibba, then I'll release the video. <laughs> I would do that if I had an extra five grand. Well, you don't have to put in all five grand. <laughs> I'll put, put in, in five bucks, I'll right? Put in five bucks. A thousand people put in you five got, bucks. You got me for five which bucks. Which would be like, you know, everybody listens to this episode by like a hundred times. So everybody has to put in five hundred dollars <laughs> that listens to this episode. We have a few more listeners than that. We but do. Yeah. A few more. All right. Uh, also reminder to our listeners, rate the podcast. We want to be rated. We want to reach more people. We love what we do. It's Only if you're gonna rate it five stars. If rate you're gonna rate it less than five stars, don't, don't rate, rate it. it. Yeah. We don't we don't need yes. your rating. So we want five star ratings oh, only. or bust. That's the, <laughs> that's the goal. We're gonna try to influence you through intimidation. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll buy your votes with the no money <laughs> with we videos. have. We'll buy your best with <laughs> with viral videos. videos. <laughs> wow. 
derailed really well there at the end. That was excellent. <laughs> and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Listen, good. I was laughing so hard <laughs> at the Kevin stuff. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to regain my composure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was pretty solid. <laughs> well, you're Jimmy, right. Jimmy, come on. <laughs> what, there is not one AI named Jimmy. Why is there not one? Not even one. Sam? Jimmy. Fred? Jenny? Oh, Jenny. <laughs> I named it the most beautiful name in the world. Jenny. 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 If you get an AI named Jenny, you have to say it like Forrest Gump does. It's Jenny. 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 <laughs> you could have a, a pair of them. Forrest Gump and Jenny. Oh, yeah. That's, Two that's AIs. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's perfect, actually. See? Now, you need to create Who would a company. be upset about that? You need to create a company that has company would have to be named Bubba Gump. Bubba Gump Triple. Well, that, that does exist. Bubba Gump, so Bubba Gump AI company. Bubba Gump Technologies. <laughs> <laughs>